Hello, beautiful people. Happy Thursday. For those who don't know me, hello. My name is Hayley Mavery. I am a professional musical theatre performer, successful business owner, and absolute personal development geek. And today I'm bringing to you guys an interview that I did with an absolute Australian musical theatre legend. She is just such a powerhouse performer inside and out. Her name is Ange, full name Angelique Casamatas. I hope, Ange, that I've said your last name right. And she's just one of the one of the kindest, most down-to-earth people I have ever met. And can I just say that her credits, the things that she's done, the shows that she's done, it literally goes on forever. I'll list a few, guys. She's done Pippin. She's done Hair, A Chorus Line, Saturday Night Fever, Priscilla Queen of the Desert, Little Shop of Horrors, Rent, Rocky Horror Picture Show, Carmen, Jesus Christ Superstar, King Kong, Guys and Dolls, Mary Poppins. It literally goes on forever. She's so versatile. She's so experience and really knows the industry particularly in Australia inside and out so I'm really excited for you guys to hear her story some some tidbits some tips she's learned along her years of performing um it's just there's so many golden nuggets in this one guys seriously if you've got a pad and pen write some things down because my goodness there's so so many good bits I'll leave you guys with the interview I feel like oh. that's been in Australia you've just been in basically <laughs> sort of well some some are the big ones and some are in like smaller sort of uh, venues. Um, they're the ones that sort of feed your soul a bit more where you get pushed and uh, get the opportunity to do some uh, parts that you may not always get to go for, but that's where you get seen and you get to have the juicy sort of soul-fulfilling moments and, yeah, then hope sometimes it leads to better things, but not always, but, you know. That's the way it is. <laughs> yeah, but it's just enjoying them for what they are and enjoying the ride while you're there as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's mm. it. That's it. Yeah. And you, because I've met you're from. Well, you're not from Brisbane, but you trained in Brisbane. Yeah, Where I'm, I'm from. I'm from so, Brisbane. Yeah. I'm from Brisbane. Oh, well. you are from. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, guys, I came across Angelique. Do you go by Angelique or do you go by a? a oh, what just Ange. Ange is fine. <laughs> So I came across Angelique because my university was across the road from her mum's dance school. Um, and I don't even know, maybe you came in and did a workshop or maybe I was just stalking your mum and found you. I'm not quite sure how it ended up happening. <laughs> but I've just followed you ever since. And just every single show that you're in, every single thing that I see from you is just, it's so inspiring. But you also, I feel like you approach everything you do with so much joy and positivity and, and gratitude, which is, it's really beautiful to see. Oh, I get, I, yeah, I guess, some, some, I mean, sometimes they're hard and some sometimes it's like, oh, this is a hard one today. But, um, but I mean, I'm very, like, I'm very lucky to get to do what I've done and to have been in this sort of world for a little bit. And um, so I guess I, ha I, I there's nothing else I want to do. So I, I'm very grateful that I get to do this. I mean, other than last year, but I'm very grateful that I get to, call this my my job in a way so yeah i love that oh we've got a comment from jenny angelique you're so amazing and so versatile i love that <laughs> <laughs> i love that so for those that don't know you can you take us a bit back to the beginning like what was it that it originally got you into the love of performing what yeah tell me like those kind of first steps first performing memories that you have um, well, I started dance when I was really little and I think um, growing up, uh, my mum is, uh, I'm third generation Greek, she's second, 
she came um she she was born here but my grandma came over from Greece my mum is very very artistic and um a really great handy woman like can fix anything build anything great with costumes um very artistic um that sort of way but was told you know when you, when they came to Australia no you have to be a teacher or you have to be a this or that so i think as soon as i was old enough to do class she threw me into dance class and at the time i was like i hate this i don't want to do it <laughs> but i'm so glad she made me do it because here i am um but yeah my first i think the first show i can remember um was a show called the like i think it's called buddy or the buddy holly show i think it's called buddy and i remember going when i was like maybe 10 or 11 and and saying to mum was like that was actually really fun and she's like well you know that those people are actually getting paid to do that i was like what do you mean like that's a job and she was like yes it is and i was like wow my brain just exploded and i was like i need i want to do this how do i do this so um yeah just i don't know did this like in the dark for a while and then figured it out sort of still figuring it out like everyone is and yeah sort of made it ish yes and no so yeah <laughs> still I like, still work I would definitely say you've made it 100% <laughs> okay so the kind of the kind of love for it the realization that this is something that I want to do started when you were 10 kind of talk me through what happened there did you go into music theater classes did you go train somewhere well i i think i wanted to be uh i really wanted to be a dancer and i was like i'm going to be a dancer um but my mum and where i was training which ended up being the school that my mum bought randomly um we all had to do a bit of everything so we all had to do a bit of singing a bit of acting um and a lot of ballet um tap jazz contemporary but yeah I, up until i was probably sort of like 16 i was like i want to be a dancer and then i did like full time year 11 and 12 at a at a full time dance school that sort of did a bit of musical theater and i went oh yeah this is kind of nice this is kind of i could do this and i sung a bit more mm -hmm. and did a bit more acting class but i was still determined that i was going to be like a backup dancer for the very few singing stars that we have in Australia and then yeah i got to like 17 18 finished and went i don't think that the, uh, this isn't really when i saw what was who were the backup dancers for all the stars that were coming over i was not i did not look like any of them i was like probably a couple of inches too short and i just didn't dance like them and i was like uh maybe i'll just because I still loved acting and singing and yeah I just I just went well I've sort of worked on it a little bit I so I threw myself more into singing class and acting class because I was I knew they were my weaker links and just sort of did it myself um because when when I sort of came out of full-time dance there was only really like whopper I think in Australia and that was really the only sort of big course that we had um for musical theater anyway and um yeah so it was literally like a lot of oh is this i don't i, I don't know i don't know what i'm doing <laughs> i'm like feeling blind in the looking in the dark and then sort of finding these people through like word of mouth to go to this singing teacher to go to that person for the acting class and get help with when you needed audition for this and oh my god there's so many bad auditions but um slowly figured it out right you know <laughs> <laughs> 
And you, you go back and you go, oh, my God, I can't believe I wore that or I can't believe I sung that or why did I, you know, act like... I, I thought, yeah, a few embarrassing moments along the way. But, um, yeah, everyone has those, right? <laughs> they, yeah, I definitely have. Oh, my word. Still do. Still do. So, yeah, completely normal. <laughs> yeah. But I think, yeah, I love that. Just failing your way to success. You're not quite sure how to do it or, like, the steps you need to take, but knowing where you want to go and just yes. failing your way to the top, in a sense, which I, I love that. I'm not – I'm that's very kind of you. I'm still I'm still getting there, but it but it is, and it's, um, it's nice as well. Like, I had a lot of people – once I found a couple of people to talk to, they were really nice and sort of uh, – suggested some people so it's hard like some people are really open and were uh, and um helpful and others were very you know i'm sure you've you come across those people as well um but i i can't go well there's enough there once everything opens up again there's enough work and moments and things for everyone and when you realize that you're not competing against everyone because everyone is so different um yeah, I, I try and chat to people or help them out or give advice or, I mean, it's only my advice, but like wherever I can, because I know what it's like to when you're starting out and going, where the hell do I even start here? Um, I'm just going to cross my fingers and jump. Whereas if you had just one or two, like, hey, why don't you try this person or what about this class? It makes all the difference instead of, you know, wasting your money on a sh awful singing teacher or, um, a, a class, an acting class with a nobody, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I and I love what you said about just getting advice from people as well. Were there certain people that you feel like their advice was really, really powerful? You know, whether the person was or or the thing that they said that would be a good thing to share. Do you think? Um. Oh, I I um. I have had a couple of really good singing teachers along the way and they just all kept saying to me, because um, it's sort of like the last thing that I that I started was singing as I was like getting uh, closer to my late teens. And it's just um, like, just fake it till you make it and like just um, kind of faking the confidence um, for that. But the other thing was um, a lady that I met a little later on and it sort of clicked. Her name's Caroline O'Connor and she's like a, a little, she's an idol of mine. And she basically said like, you know, obviously you need to do everything, right? And I was like, oh yeah, of course, of course you have to do everything. And then she's like, but you also don't have to be amazing at everything. You have to find what you are good at, what character you're good, like, yes, you can sing like that, but are you ever gonna get cast in that? No. What are you going to get cast at? Like, look at yourself and your your um, talents and where your strengths lie and go for those parts or, or positions or shows instead of trying to squeeze. And another acting teacher, he's a really great screen acting teacher in Australia called Les Chantry. And he says, uh, talks about like putting a square peg into a wooden hole. He's like, what? That that's not going to happen or like, why would you want to be, or he used something like fruits. He said something, why would you want to be a, an apple when you're a banana? Like own, <laughs> own that and, and be that banana or that, that piece of fruit or, or that odd shaped, um, I don't know, 
toggle thing um instead of trying to be like what you think you should be because then you that way you miss out on so many opportunities because you're not quite there you, you vote might not vocally be right there or like physically or like look wise or your energy wise for that sort of a character and it was it was hard to hear that so i mean it early ish on going but i want to do everything and then now i'm like oh no that is actually really great advice because you have that's you looking in going what am i good at what are my strengths oh yeah and then you making it, it empowers you in a way in the in one only sort of area that you can sort of feel empowered like oh yeah i'm good at this i i can sing that but i'm not that character you have some like a slight ownership of this of what you're doing in a way um but yeah those those few have have really helped wow they were huge like golden nuggets right there <laughs> like i need to like re-listen to this and take notes oh my goodness that was amazing I'm, I'm babbling i'm babbling on but yeah it, and it was it's hard to it's hard when someone tells you you're not going to be right for everything and you go what that's the worst but like then it's true and i guess just figuring what that is what what you what you're good at and being the best at that that genre that style the nerdy best friend the 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 awesome sidekick or you know the amazing soprano lead like okay just putting everything into there and working towards that instead of something that you're never going to achieve in a way no matter how much many um singing lessons acting lessons you get like i don't know it was it, it clicked up i don't know in my brain <laughs> no, i know exactly what you mean and it is hard to hear as well because i've had a similar thing my singing teacher back at university said oh you'll never be a christine and fair to me and i was like <laughs> i could be christine if i but exactly. I'm not a 15. I've learned, you know, at the time I didn't accept it whatsoever. But as you kind of go into, into the industry, realize what you're going to get hired for, you realize, you know what, actually they are right. And just focus on what you can get hired for and just rock at that. Absolutely rock that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there are some times where you get to play, maybe not like main stage, but like smaller, where you can have a go. But like, it's always something that in your in your within your wheelhouse. No matter what, do you know what I mean? There's you're always going to play or perform or something that you even deep down you you know that you can do in a way. I guess. But yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh, I love that. So, can you talk us through what was your first professional job? Talk us through what that oh. was, how it felt. I um my first professional job I I was a, a dancer on a cruise ship and um that was really fun I was like 19 or just turning 19 I turned 19 on the ship um and I couldn't drink because it was an American ship but um that doesn't matter and I'd always get into trouble because we I also had to double up because it was such a small ship on like cruise staff duty and we'd have like the food and beverage manager would always come up to me and be, be like, are you drunk? I'm like, no, I'm just, I just have a lot of energy and um, probably because of the amount of energy drinks I was drinking at the time. But um, so I, I did this, did a cruise ship and I got, got to see all of Australia, New Zealand, um, Tahiti, Hawaii and Alaska. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Oh. 
Wow, that's so cool. That yeah, I spent about three years doing cruise ships, but I never got to do that itinerary. I think that's amazing. That's so cool. Oh, um, yeah, you, you've you've done you've done actual sh like musicals on ships. Yeah, yeah, I did. We were Rocky with Real Caribbean was the the last one that I did. And if you can guess the style from that musical, you can see why I'm not going to be a Christine in Friends with the Opera. But it's but it but it's kind of it, it's it's I mean that's that's exciting you know because it opens up like you'd be that means you could go for like sherry is it sherry and rock of ages or the lead in that you know all those amazing like rock chick um big belter i mean yeah it's it's just interesting when like that you go oh this is what i'm good at this is what i'm this is me and it's actually when you find it it's way more fun Hundred percent, hundred percent, and then you just get to enjoy that rather than, like you say, trying to fit your peg into a wrong sized hole, because <laughs> you just feel like you're bashing your head against the wall. Otherwise, it's absolutely crazy. Yes. Yep. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So when you got offered, because I always love telling people about the first time they got offered their first professional job. Talk me through, like, how did you find out? How did it feel? What was going through your head finding out you're going to work on a on a cruise ship? With on a cruise. Well, at, at the time, I was. I was in a, because um, I wanted to be a dancer, I was in a very heavily dance-based agency and they had like a big affiliation with all the cruise ships that came in through Sydney Harbour. So they had like a big contract where they would, um, if they saw people that they liked, they would put them forward to the, the casting director and then they'd put you on. And it was, it was fine, but I kind of was like, cool, okay, I've got this agent and they they do cruise ships I guess one day I'll get to do one and it, it was exciting but I, I think the most exciting was I got my first offer for um a musical like maybe a year or two after and that was like <gasps> I cried you know and you just, and I didn't think I would but it was like oh my god my mom's gonna actually see me do something you know <laughs> yeah. yeah rather and than it was, that's a that's the thing about performing overseas on a cruise ship. Your family can't watch. Your friends can't come watch. I mean, they can maybe come for a cruise. Yeah, but... cruise. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is a bit more expensive than a theatre ticket. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. Just mm. a bit. Yeah. So what was that musical, that first one? I, I, got, I got a small, not, not a small, it, it, it ran very short. It um, was a version of High School Musical live on stage. And it was really, it was really fun. And I met some really great, like, um, American and Canadian creatives um, what, that are, like, I still sort of see-ish around, which is nice. And, um, but the only thing, it, it uh, came out the same time as the movie did, um, uh, High School Musical 2 or something. And we got our notice, like, three weeks in, and it, that was the, the worst, but also the best sort of... Um, uh, lesson I could learn just to show that this doesn't just because you have a job sometimes it doesn't always mean that you're going to be secure um and up until then I'd been on the cruise ship I'd, I'd had little jobs here and there but nothing like because I had this I'd missed out all the other auditions and because Australia is so small you get a couple of auditions in the middle in the beginning or the end of the year and a couple of auditions in the middle and if you miss out those auditions you're sort of out for the next eight months until the next sort of lot of auditions come around and it was just good to go okay I gotta figure this out 
this happens. I got to make sure next time I save a bit more money. Um, <laughs> all, all that stuff. And like, okay, I should probably have organized like work before I finished instead of the three weeks after, like just all the things that now I go, cool, I'm finishing now. Let's start up some teaching on the, maybe give myself a week and then start. But um, yeah, at the time I was just like, what am I going to do? Um, but it was just, yeah, like I said, a really good lesson to learn early on, I suppose, mm -hmm. that you just got to keep hustling and um, not all, it doesn't always go out as you expected sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's really huge, actually, because it is such an unreliable industry. I mean, at the moment, every industry in the world is a little bit, a little bit unreliable in, in different ways, but performing is something that's always been that way. Um, yeah, yeah. And I love what you said about being prepared. So, you know, before the contract ends, either lining up auditions or lining up, you know, teaching gigs, workshops, different things to fill that time and, and keep the money coming in, essentially. Um, aside yeah. From, yeah. Aside from the finances, is there any kind of mindset tips in particular that you found oh. kind of, to keep up with the hustle, to keep up with the inconsistency, things that you've learned? In, in, do, you know, do you know what? Like, if, sometimes it sucks because you just can't get a filler job and that's fine. But I find, I found that if you can have some sort of routine, like it doesn't, maybe like a, like a daily, like couple of goals or like a things to do, that really helps. Like today, like actually plan out what you're going to do. Or I like to write it down and in a diary of like, today I'm, I am going to work on this or I'm doing this class or I'm going to Pilates or the next day I'm going to yoga. Um, I am going to, to go for a walk, like even if it's go, I, I like ticking lists, things off. I, you know, I like listing them and then going tick. Um, but I think that's it too. That's to have some sort of routine to go that, that you make, that even if you don't have a job, even if there's no work, it's just something that you can go, oh, cool. My, everything around me is like a washing machine and I don't, can't, grab onto anything right now but what I can do is I can I have a, you still have a slight schedule so like something to keep you focused on a little mm, yeah even though because I'm a massive control freak so all sensitive control when that goes out the window with jobs and stuff I'm like ah! but if you've got Hell. Control, yeah if you got control of your daily schedule then that's like that's your little peaceful place so I totally agree with that yes yeah mm. it's just, just one thing that can help and the, and you don't have to spend any money on it and it's just it's just for you you know like yeah just something that you can do for you yeah i love that i love that so obviously i mean since high school musical you've done so many flipping amazing things oh my gosh do you have like a favorite a favorite show or a favorite role or a favorite moment that really kind of sticks out i got to do i got to work um do a couple of there's a i don't know if you know the theater it's a it's like mm. and they just do smaller little job little shows and i got to do a little shop of horrors i got to be in rent there and i got to do mac and mabel and it was it was just so small and tiny and get the get opportunity like a um some they just gave me some opportunities that I never would have been given if I sort of 
hadn't shown any interest in their in their company or their their theatre, and um, yeah, I, I think I'm really grateful for that because I think sometimes when you you how are you meant to uh, evolve and grow when you can't be thrown in the deep end and go oh my gosh can I actually do this and then you actually you do you know and uh, those those three especially are really um, precious because they were they were the first sort of moments I got to have a go um, on my own so it was yeah it was mm. really nice and would you say because obviously you know like you said going out into the deep end were they some of the scarier roles that you've done as well um Oh, I'm just trying to think. It's, it's, I, I think, I think so, because it's, it's more going when you have your first sort of uh, chance and then you go, can I, can I do this? And then, and then you do, and then they offer you maybe another one. And you go, oh my gosh, this is a bit bigger. Oh gosh. And then like going, asking those questions again and, and going, of course you can, because they can see that you can, you just didn't. You need to remind yourself, but um, yeah, it, um, yeah, it was. It, it's sometimes this got in the way, but uh, it it um, it all came out okay, I think. So, <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, and then you do it, and then you prove to yourself, oh, you know what, I can actually do that. That's fine. Let's find the next thing that I think that I can't do, and then see if I can do that too. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, and it's it's always harder doing. I mean, it's probably the same with you when you do smaller shows. Like they might not be as they might not have as big a budget, and you've got to do a lot of extra stuff yourself. But it's kind of I don't know. It's more reward. I don't know. They're the ones that sort of feed your soul, and you you do end up growing as a performer because they they're the ones that you get to um, have more ownership of in a way, and because they don't have a big creative team from overseas, it's like you getting the chance to go, well, actually, I see it coming like this. And you, and then they go, oh, I, you know, that you get a bit more ownership over it than you probably would on a main um, sort of stage musical in a way. Mm, yeah, that totally so, makes sense. Because once, once you get overseas directors and there's a very set way, everything needs to happen. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Very, very like, even though it's creative, it's very regiment. It's almost regimented. Like you go here on this line, you go there, you look you, Yeah. It's very, you know, <laughs> yeah. The way I see like it. dot to dot or something. Yeah. The way I see it, they kind of set the lines and you have to stay in here and you've got about this much to kind of wiggle it and make it your own, but you've got to stay right in this. It's, like <laughs> it's like not very big. Yeah. 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 <laughs> No, that's really cool. That's really cool. So, I mean, obviously, over the last year, I'm sure your life, the theatre industry in general, has looked a little... Um, am I right that, I think a year ago, you were set to do Chorus Line? Yeah, yes, I was. I was. And I... It, um, it isn't, like, it isn't uh, the normal one. It's not the um, the original choreography, but... Somehow my, my very good friend who's the director of it um, emailed the estate and like not hassled them but like spoke to the of the chorus line estate um, people and um, got the okay to do her own choreography and it yeah it was it was really good and it was something I'd um, you know working just because you don't dance like that every day it took me a long time 
to get there and literally like the morning that we were opening they went from 500 people in a, in a venue um to 100 and and so we we knew we knew that we were going to close but we thought we might have gotten to opening night but we did four previews and like i think the tuesday tuesday night i um saw amy who was the director and the choreographer and she came to me like maybe an hour and a half before and was like and I think you should get your mum here. And I was like, why? She's like, I just think you should get your mum here. And I rang her. I was like, um, I think, I, I don't know, but I think there's something uh, bad going to happen in the next day or two. I think you need to come tonight because I think we might be shut tomorrow. And she met, she came, which was great. Um, but, yeah, we, um, I obviously, like everyone, was glued to the news around. I think it was this time but a week, a week ago. We, yeah, shut and um, they announced that uh, they would be, you know, I think it was 100 people in a, in, a, in a room or a venue and, yeah, that meant we were out. So, yeah, mm. that's, and then just every, every few days, probably like yourself and everyone watching, it was like, and this is cancelled and that is cancelled and, and like, it's like, oh, gosh. And yeah, it's, it was, it was weird. And like, at first it was like, oh, this is a bit sad and weird. And then like, obviously like yourself a month in and going like some of us, it took a while for everyone to get support and, and figure out what was going on. And yeah, then, then realizing that it's literally nothing is happening anywhere for the foreseeable future was just like, oh my gosh, what, what do we do? <laughs> what the hell do we do? <laughs> Literally, what do we do? Mm. And I suppose that's why your daily to-do lists would have come in handy just to keep you Oh, sane. look, look, I, I'm very lucky. To be honest, I was, I was, a, uh, I was a bit of a mess throughout that time, but I, uh, a good friend of mine told me how to meditate. I'm not terribly great at it, but I do, was doing, I do, I do one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and I was just like, if that's all I can do to tick off my list, I, you know, can like, at least I've done it, you know, something. Um, yeah, 100%. Yeah, we've had a question come in saying, what was it like to do all those rehearsals? You know, work really hard, like you say, in that uh, band, how that takes a long time to build up that stamina and that, <laughs> that strength and then just have what? it taken away. Oh, well, it's, it's probably like a lot of people, like, and, and what everyone's sort of experiencing over there. I, yeah, I, because um, I was a little bit, uh, I mean, at, uh, you can't be that fit for something, you know, like that. So I, I had sort of started training for about three months, just slowly chipping away at it. And then doing, as I got closer, like spin class to get my stamina up. And yeah, it was... Um, it was it was pretty awful and you know like um just just not even getting to make it to an opening night to get it reviewed or that sort of thing was was awful and we kind of because it was such a weird time we had some people from uh, melbourne and we sort of had a little bit of a farewell but not really and so yeah then then all my friends that were there from Melbourne just went well we're gonna go home right now um and just sort of bunkered down and it just was a surreal sort of 
it was sad, but it also felt like this weird apocalyptic sort of thing was about to happen. And, and so I, I don't think I was sad until I, I sort of stopped and we, we got everything out of the theater that was ours and, and, and like I unpacked it at home maybe a couple of weeks later and I just was like, <laughs> just cried. Yeah. yeah, I get you. Cause I feel like, you know, whenever you end a show, you're always a bit sad afterwards cause you know, that group of friends, that family that you've had are, are off doing different things and the show that's been a part of your life is, is over. But the fact that, you know, it was over much sooner than it was meant to and you didn't really have that closure with everyone as well. And because it was such a weird time, a lot of people, we, we had like a final sort of farewell drinks that, that, that afternoon evening, but some people were a little bit like, should I even, it was just a weird, it was very odd, but, um, mm. but yes, it was, it was awful. And I think it, it took quite a long time to, to get rid of that. It was like, um, what are you, grief, Man, it, like getting, it was just dealing with that. It, it was very um, heartbreaking and um, yeah. I'm, I'm, however, I'm excited because I get to do it in a couple of months time, but I'm also slightly worried that um, it's just, it's just a lot. And I go, I know exactly what I have to do to get there. And um, hopefully it'll happen again. We'll see. No, it will, but yeah, it will. Positive vibes. <laughs> positive, positive yes. vibes. That's so good that it's coming back. I didn't realize that's really good news because it. Yeah, it's Cassie that you're playing, right? Yes, Cassie. I get to dance for a, a very long time and do some singing, and yeah, which is which is what's like so wonderful. And um, uh, she's such a great character because um. We're sort of around the similar in the in the uh, in the show. We're around the similar similar age, and um, before that, you know, just dealing with some some interesting moments in life and career, and going, is this what I want to do? And just she's just such a. I mean, everyone in that show. It's so wonderful to be in that um, a part of that show. Anyway, um, that one is just that. I think for anyone. Uh, female or yeah, any female male dancer to get to experience or, or get to chip away at that material. It's it's just so it's so true and so beautifully written and um, especially like reading it again after seeing you know the 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 original is just so iconic and perfect, but getting to to read it and just rem like looking at the script and going wow this is so or oh, I felt that, or I've been there before, or I've done that awful job. And um, I mean, I wasn't a, a dancing bandaid in an, in an ad or whatever, but I've, you know, I've been, I've been a, a person in a, in a costume going, what is my life? You know, sweating, <laughs> you know, getting to, getting to do, be, perform a character, especially that you are like, oh my God, I've, I, know exactly almost every experience you know I've you've I've worked with a partner that has a new girlfriend on the sh on another show like you you it's so wonderful to get to play a part that you you know you've almost experienced everything that they talk about and deal with and it's it's a yeah I'm very very excited to get to do it again and so feel very lucky that um the company the Darlinghurst Theatre Company survived this craziness and um, 
we're coming back. So we're very lucky. That is feel cute. very lucky. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm so I'm so glad that you get to go do that. I'm really really glad. Uh, for those who don't know, by the way, for those who don't know, chorus line just like in a very brief nutshell. Essentially, mm -hmm. it's a musical about a bunch of performers auditioning for a show and it's literally that day of auditions and they revisit so many stories like you said about old jobs that they've done and I'm explaining it really terribly but it's just for performers to be able to do that because they're telling stories that like you say you have lived is just insane and the the journey that you see Cassie go on is just electric like Cassie is a dream role I think for pretty much every performer in the world I, so I'm just really excited that you get to do it again I'm really excited <laughs> Oh, thank you very much. It's I'm I'm yeah. I feel very lucky that we get to revisit it and um, get to put our own spin on it, and obviously honor the amazing work that is there already. But just yeah, to have a fresh fresh sort of look on it is um, pretty feel pretty lucky. Yeah, that's huge. Oh, I can't wait to see it from the from the previews last year. Were there any photos? Because I feel like I haven't seen anything from that. Um, there, there's not many. There's a couple on um the Darlinghurst Theatre website and they had, it's just basically the most amazing shiny tarquette with a white line and it has like a stage door loading dock at the back and because the floor is so shiny, you sort of see us standing on the line and our reflection in, in the tarquette. It's just, it's really cool and yeah, it's, it's it, we got a couple, not many, and um, but they're beautiful. They're pretty mm. gorgeous. And and the most iconic, you know, with your headshot on your face, yeah, it's it's awesome. Yeah, oh, hopefully wow. there'll be a few more um, released because I think we've we've got a uh, lot of new cast members because um, they've left because they're in Hamilton or Moulin Rouge or those sorts of things. But um, which is also wonderful. I can't believe that I'm saying that Hamil like Hamilton is playing <laughs> as we speak. Like I I think it's. It's amazing. It's so incredible. And I think Come From Away is going to, to Brisbane in a couple of days or they're there. Like, I can't believe that, like, and, and theatre has a date that it's returning in London, doesn't it? Um, does yes, it, have a... it, could, it could change, but they've, they've given us a rough date at the moment. So we're, we're moving oh. in the right direction. Finally. But that's so, that's so exciting that we can even, like, talk about that, you know? Mm. It's so yeah. exciting. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, like I was in rehearsals with a bunch of girls last week for a project that we're still not sure when it's exactly going to perform, but just to be in a studio with people. Oh, yeah. I just, I, yeah, I felt more myself than I have the last year. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> it was really good. It's so funny you say that because mm. I like try, trying to get a normal job is, is hard because um, a friend of mine yeah, a, a lot of us tried to get like normal jobs and, and we just had not enough experience. But uh, like I was very lucky to have my first sort of job in a theatre a couple of months ago. And just even though it wasn't a position I wanted to, to do, it just was so nice to sort of be in a spot where I was like, oh, I know how this works. I know what to do. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. And like normal theatre banter. It's like, oh, it's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true because it is a specific type of person it's a specific type of energy type of language that you speak to each other with it's just different from anything else in the world isn't it yes yes i love that yeah oh my gosh so oh gosh there's so many things i want to ask you but i feel like we need to wrap it up in a minute because i know your time yeah. is very, very yes. precious and i, and I appreciate no. you 
on so, so much as well. You've just honestly given so many golden nuggets and so many wonderful insights. Oh, no. Um, no. As well. It's been absolutely amazing. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. Do you have any kind of last tips for people that are, are either wanting to make it in the forming industry or have been struggling a little bit, have been, you know, really struggling with mindset this past year going, do I oh. to go back into this industry again? Um, yeah, do you have any tips for, for people going through that at the moment? This is, it's, it's such a hard one. Um, I, think, I think mindset would have to be the, the hardest because, I mean, as, as I I've went through it going, I should have, why didn't I have that backup plan? Why didn't I study this? But I guess, I guess deep down, uh, it's, it's awful. And it's kind of like a chorus line in a way, like, what would you do if you couldn't dance anymore? Um, like, it's, it's yeah. literally that. Or, or, but like some people actually can't go, well, actually, if I didn't do it, which is what happens at the end of the show, oh my gosh, anyway, um, they go, well, I'd really like to open a studio or I'd like to do this or I have a, maybe I could become a Pilates instructor, you know. And, and I think it's those people, or if you're doubting it and you go, can I do this anymore? And you ask yourself that question, do I, do I still want to do this? What would I do if I couldn't perform more? And you go, you have a, a few things pop up. You go, well, maybe you might want to go down the road, but if you don't and you're scared or you're nervous, you, then it means you still love it and it means you, that's what you're meant to be doing. And just trust that it will happen. It will happen, but you, you have to trust, keep doing the work because you know it, it, it will come back it will be back and you bet your ass someone next to, you know someone down the street or a couple of computers over will have been doing their singing lessons doing their i mean oh gosh fitness exercises and all that stuff and and yeah just just try try slowly start crawling back to where um you you want to you were or you would like to be just slowly because if, if it's what you're meant to do and you, you ask that question and the answer is yes, I love it, then you're doing the right thing and you've got you, you to keep going. You've got to keep going no matter what. Mm, I love that because it is so worth it. If it's what you love, it is so beyond worth it. It is, it is worth it. But I think, uh, uh, yeah, also at, at the same time looking after, looking after you, as well and um because it's it's hard it's like if this if this industry was our boyfriend or a, a, a partner or a girlfriend or we would have broken up with them so many <laughs> times but it's so it's so nasty um i guess yeah mental mentally um getting that sorted out is the most important especially obviously right now um talking to someone doing trying to to meditate whatever you can to to get out of those weird thoughts to, to keep you going forward to, it's okay to think, you know, negative things, but to try, um, I don't know, think of other things to snap out because once you start, you, you get there, it's really hard to, to get out. And it's, um, yeah, e even when you are performing, it's, it's hard, it's hard, but um, to, to have those tools, talk to someone, meditate, exercise um i mean I, I yeah i can go on but and sometimes i need to do more of them but it's it's as long as you have a couple of tools 
all go-to things, like just to grab onto when you're feeling a little bit um, uneasy. Um, I guess that's, that's, that's important. I love that. And I do think, I think over this last year, a lot of performers, I think most performers, have had to really turn to that self-care, have really had to learn those skills, strengthen those skills and how to look after ourselves. And I'm actually really excited to see everyone go back into the industry with those tools. You know, because yes. like we've said, the industry is tough. If we can come in mentally stronger than we've ever been before, just watch out world. I am so flipping excited to see what happens. And that's, and that's it. Like we, we, we still lived with it not being there. We're, we still kept going. So yeah. we, can, uh, we can do this. Um, and it's, we're not going to die if we don't get a job, you know, like we, we still <laughs> keep going. So, um, you know, deal with it at the time, have that sad, get pissed off and let move it, move through it, but make sure you get to the end of it and keep, keep moving through. Um, don't get stuck if you can, can help it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. And also the rest is so amazing. You'll come, you'll all come back and be like, ah! you know, like your voice is going to be, <laughs> holy moly. Everyone's going to be like so relaxed and well rested. It'll be, oh, I wish I, 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 like, I need to get over there and see some shows. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, come over, please come over. That'd be so great. <laughs> You've got a place to stay if you do. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Right, same with you. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> well, and thank you so much. Honestly, I appreciate it so much. Your knowledge, your positivity is just phenomenal. And I'm so excited to see chorus line go ahead and everything else amazing that i know is coming your way you're gonna smash it thank you very much and i hope you're thank you so much for having me Haley. and i hope you're doing amazingly well over there and i'm sure it's just only a matter of time and thank you thank you so much for having me on and i um hope you can continue on as strong and as positive as you are as well um i really appreciate it thank you for having me